Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We are here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. Uh, I'm Keeney and I'm joined... This week by Fisher. Hello. Uh, just Fisher this week. No, there's no Krusty. So we're back yep. down to a two-man pod for the second mm-hmm. week in a row. Yep. Bit um, of rotation. Right. Yeah, exactly. A bit of rotation, getting the subs in. Um, <laughs> so, so this week we're going to run through uh, the week in wrestling. As always, we're going to start with AEW. We would normally have a news segment, but I think kind of the news this week will get, we'll mention it in, in, in the shows when we, uh, when we get to them. Um, so we'll start with AEW, then we'll move on to SmackDown, Raw, NXT, and then we'll have a little, a little, a little look ahead to, to, to the next week of wrestling. Uh, so something new we're going to try and bring into our shows. So yeah. yeah, let's start with AEW, and I actually have no notes on Rampage, so I don't uh, know I if you couple. have anything because that, that did happen first. Yeah, we'll talk about Rampage briefly first, and then move on to Dynamite because Dynamite was probably the biggest show this week. Um, in general, yeah. not just not just um, AWs. You know, we haven't started with AW for a while. We've been normally talking about Raw and SmackDown and then AW at the end, but this week definitely worth talking about. But um, yeah. so Rampage had a couple of matches worth talking about. And there was obviously there was um, Sammy defended his um, title, but I wasn't going to. That one is doesn't not too much to say about. But we got a um, we got Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa. Um, oh, and the yeah. only reason I noted this down is because I thought it was very interesting that they did a DQ finish, which is so rare in AEW. Yeah, that is um, rare. I really didn't expect it. Um, the match was good whilst it lasted. Um, and obviously they're doing another match, which is now no DQ. Um, so I guess they did that just to drag this out a little bit, really. I guess so, yeah. I mean, this is, this is one of those feuds in AEW where it feels like really intense for something that's not really had any build to be intense. It just seems like Mercedes has come straight in and all of a sudden she's straight into like a really intense we'll, feud. We'll get there later because I felt a bit like that with um, Hangman Page and Lance Archer to an extent that it did not, that match was like crazy considering the feud that they've had hasn't been that crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, I get what, I get what you're saying there. And yeah, weird to do the, um, the DQ. Um, but do you know what? Because they don't do them that often, I, I was okay with it. Well, that's the um, thing. I don't mind DQs and distraction. Oh, they do do distraction finishes a lot, actually. But these these kind of finishes are fine when they're not the regular. Um, so yeah, I've no problem with it. Actually, it's, it's actually quite a nice change, isn't it? Really, to have a yeah, I, I didn't I didn't mind it. Just didn't expect it. And then the main event was um, Ricky Starks v Jay Lethal. 
Um, and I thought they had a really good match here and it actually gave Jay Lethal more than, much more of a showing than he's had so far. Yeah, he's he's one that's come in and I didn't know him before. I heard his name, but I've never seen him. And um, yeah, for someone to come in and he's really flattered to see for me. He had one match with Sammy Guevara and yeah. then I don't think we've seen him since. So, I mean, apart from, a few, you know, recently he's had a, few, a bit of a feud with Ricky Starks, but no matches. And yeah, just... Nice to see him wrestle and Leia say he was he was good here, wasn't he? And, and so, I think I think the thing to note why why I noted noted this match down was because of the finish was awesome in this match. Um so they did it was like a counter finish. Lethal goes for his lethal injection move, which is a sort of a flip off the uh, off the rope, but Starks then countered that into his finisher. Rochambeau. That's it. I couldn't remember the name yeah, of it. Rochambeau, Rochambeau. Yeah, it's, it's great in, finisher. In midair. And it was just looked so cool the, the finish. Yeah, he caught him really well actually, Starks. So I do remember yeah. that. He, he did catch him really well. And the that timing was, was bang on. Yeah. I didn't have loads of notes from this match, but um I did also notice that Starks did a bit of an Austin Theory. He was doing man with his phone. Um, he is a bit Austin Theory like, isn't he? There's yeah. some comparisons actually them two. Yeah, um, it, it kind of reminded me of him when he was doing that. And um that was my basically all I needed wanted to say about that match. But yeah, I, I enjoyed those those two matches in particular. On Rampage, I thought were very good. There was a couple of other, you know, everything on there was okay, but yeah, those two were, um, were good. But yeah, we can move on to Dynamite if you want to start talking about that. Yeah, yeah, I think we should, and I think it's probably best just 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 start with a top mark. We'll kick off with positivity this week. Yeah, and like, probably the biggest news of the whole week is AW had announced that it was going to be a debutant, and they kind of got a bit confusing with with their. Yes. it was like oh yeah there's going to be walk, uh, walking through the forbidden door but a free agent signing and Tony Khan's got an announcement and he didn't actually announce anything and he also tweeted that he was saying even if it's a company we don't get on with they, that person can slam the door into the face of the I was thinking well it's obviously someone from WWE then yeah. and I was thinking surely it can't be a forbidden door if it's someone from WWE no one from WWE aren't let, letting you willingly go oh yeah have like one of our talents for the, yeah, exactly. the day or whatever AJ Styles will pop over yeah it's, it's not going to be that so it's either a released person which isn't a forbidden door or no, it wasn't a WWE star in which case it made no sense yeah um, I think it's just a bit bit of confused message in the like, end I think they, they covered ended both up, bases yeah they, they ended up <laughs> twisting themselves in knots with all of the well did you see Tony saying? Khan's tweet this morning no, I haven't Basically, he said, um, I, I he, he even admitted, he was like, I got a bit tangled up with my tweet yeah. saying it was Forbidden Door when it wasn't. And I didn't, I hadn't actually signed um, Jay White at that point. He had got him on Sunday to sign. Oh, really? And then he was like, I've covered my back because otherwise people would have been saying <laughs> that's not a Forbidden Door. So he actually covered himself in the end, but he hadn't at the time. It was Correct. just going to be Keith Lee, yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah gonna, that's that's yeah. that's the thing, isn't it? Keith Lee is is the they and he's a great think, signing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he was probably the most expected when when again, I think the the wording confused people and it confused me. I was like, well, who's it going to be? Then it's not gonna the wording made me think it was Mustafa Ali. Yeah, because well, Mustafa Ali might would have been quite a cool one if if they would have managed to pull that off. But I think Keith Lee. I just great. don't think it was legally possible. No, to, no, to be Mustafa all, Ali. Yeah, not going to work of WWE, but um. Yeah, Keith Lee comes out with Isaiah Cassidy. I thought he looked brilliant. He seems to have, like, I don't know how to word it, but he's he just seems a bit, just seems a bit bigger than he did before. I don't know. And and again, the, we we know he had his honeymoon with my with uh, Mia Yim, so we know he's been. Yeah, he's just got married. Like, yeah, literally. A, 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 yeah, yeah, the weekend. That's why I thought so, it might not be him purely because yeah, Mia posted they, a picture. Yeah, of they're, them on they're, obviously, they're obviously trying, trying to trying to throw off the scent. 
But yeah. I, 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 I just thought Keith Lee looked great coming out. As soon as Limitless comes up on the screen, you know it's him. Um, and I, you know, I did read that he did trademark himself. He trademarked Limitless. Um, okay, did he? Yeah, from WWE. So he got that. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things they got. And um, I thought he looked great just presence wise which he he does tend to Keith Lee he has got a presence about him oh definitely yeah but his wrestling here I mean again perfect opponent Isaiah Cassidy just flew for him just from the from the his first, first move game. was basically yeah. like a pounce where he ran flew up, ran up to him and he just pushed Isaiah Cassidy away nearly threw him out of the ring for a yeah mad. just so and yeah perfect opponent and Keith Lee is a welcome addition I think they have something many, a bit different. many people like him yeah there's not you know, Brian Cage is, is not liked. And and again, you know, there's been criticism of AW in the past about not promoting um, wrestlers of colour. So it's nice to see. Yeah. Hopefully he well. gets pushed big, Keith Lee, because he, he should is do. I mean, he's straight, big, into big this, um, he's straight into this ladder match, isn't he? Yeah. And, you know, we don't know who else no. is in there yet, but he's got to be a big favourite. I mean, I, I, yeah. Yeah, he should be. Um, although it's, it's, although, the only thing about that, by the way, is for a TNT title match. Mm. The, the winner, but they're handed out every week. Like, yeah. they, it, it seems it seems a bit weird to have a match for a title, which is you could. That is a bit illogical. It's a, a, an open challenge. Yeah. That is a little bit of illogical in AW's booking there. To be I honest. assumed it'd be for the main title, but yeah, for the TNT seems a bit random as that's a TV defended title anyway. Yeah, Sammy defends it nearly every week. I mean, he just defended it on Rampage on Friday against Isaiah Cassidy, and then yeah, Isaiah okay? Cassidy's in another match to get. Uh, yeah, to, yeah, to qualify. To... It was a bit of a mess that, but um... yeah, it is, but. The bottom line is Keith Lee is here, and that's my top mark of the whole week. Keith Lee, just yeah. even though he's probably the most expected person to be out there, and sometimes you don't need to be surprised. You just need the right person. What, yeah, you just need to get what you want, and Keith Lee, I think, is. Exactly I think to be honest, they, I think the Jay White bit was more surprising, and then so they, you got a surprise in that sense anyway, and then you got Keith Lee, which that is just was, a great debut. And I think that's a good segue onto Jay White is. I, I don't know Jay White at all. I don't even, I've heard his name a handful of times, but I don't know him very well. And obviously he he walks out with his back to the um, camera. Yeah. And everyone seems to know him straight away. He's, I because he's got I, the switchblade jacket on. Everyone yeah, knows that. Yeah, I, I don't know that. I yeah. originally thought it was Kenny Omega. I was like, oh, Kenny's back. That was my, because I, I don't know Jay, and he's got a similar hairstyle from behind. And I was like, is that Kenny Omega? And then, no, it was Jay White. Um, so I was, for me, I was like, oh. I, I, I didn't know who he was. Um, I don't know. Again, I know there's history of. Um, well, him and Kenny Bullet feuded. Club. Yeah. Over, you know, they, so they, they, they did mention that on the show. Yes. I thought um, that was an important detail because a lot of people won't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, and obviously, know you know, there's the Bullet Club connections and it's just interesting where the story goes. Because Adam Cole's kind of leading the elite and he's bringing yeah. his own people well, in like uh, yeah, he's had he's... the thing with fish and o'reilly but that, now that he's was got... going to be a point i was going to make is where are they i've i've seen carl o'reilly for like a month now i feel like he was like their new addition and then he's just gone off like even the other week they had bobby fish come down and not carl o'reilly i don't yeah, know if I... there's something up with him i don't know but maybe i i'm not sure it is a bit odd they do seem to be with the elite they always seem to want to put so many people in it. I mean, you had Gallows and Anderson in there yeah, for a bit. They, they just keep adding more and more. And I know Jay White's not assigned. He's just appearing. Yeah. So he's not going to be a permanent member of the elite. Well, we don't think so. But yeah, I just think, you know, I thought I thought we were leading to Bucks v. Fish and O'Reilly and then Fish and O'Reilly seem to have gone away for a bit. I mean, we may still get there, but yeah. I, I, I don't oh, know. yeah, they, they, they are good at long term. You know, if, every story they tell is long term. 
mm. really. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, the most the important ones anyway. They do just oh, some time short I mean, ones. do you know Jay White from before? I know him. I haven't seen him yeah. wrestle much because uh, I don't watch a lot of New Japan. But I know I know him, and I know he's very popular. And I've seen some promos. He's from New Zealand um, as well, which is kind of cool. You know, it's a different sort of region to a lot of the wrestlers and that. Yeah, I can only there. think of um, the guy at NXT UK, the Kiwi Buzzsaw. I can't remember his name. <laughs> Travis Banks. Travis yeah. Banks. Yeah, he's the only other one. I, yeah, there's not too many. Um, I think B Priestley might be from there actually. Oh yeah, um, she, I think she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or um, what's her name now? Blair Davenport. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, but there, there aren't too many from there, and obviously he's very, very popular in Japan, like Kenny was. Like you know, he's probably not Kenny Omega level star but he's not far off that level you know he's built up a real reputation um there were rumors of wwe being interested in him a while back um which wouldn't surprise me either because he would i think he's someone that would go you he's not someone to sign and you put on nxt someone that could do what aj styles did and transition straight onto the main roster yeah um so he's, it's going to be interesting to see what he does um looking forward to seeing him actually like wrestle i'm not seeing a whole lot of him like i say i do know a bit about his history and and what he's done and where it comes from but um yeah i don't know too much about him no 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 not do i whereas keith uh, lee obviously i know a lot about i don't so i was more excited about keith lee purely because keith lee is, a, is great and, yeah he is and i think he'll, i think he'll, he, he got a good reaction as well keith lee he got he really did. really big pop which is good i mean AEW would pop for any AEW crowd would yeah, probably would, pop yeah, if yeah. like you know <laughs> If you anyway, go out. Yeah, yeah, like they do pop for anybody, but that Keith did get a great reaction and that was he did, yeah. That was nice to see. And and the match was good as well. I thought um it was it was really good. Like I say, yeah. you just threw him across the ring straight away and it was a perfect first opponent for him, really. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely perfect. Um so I think we should probably move on to the main event. This yep. the, the next biggest thing on the show, probably well, maybe the biggest on the show, because it is the world title match. Not not strongly hyped throughout the show. That's the only thing I will say. I thought for a title match they didn't, and I I I know it's. Uh, I felt like that about this the entire feud. Title really, match. Yeah, it's yeah. Not really. I mean, the end. The end was the big thing, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. The aftermatch almost but, was. Yeah, um, but the match itself. Before we get to the aftermatch, I thought the match itself. And again, it was just mad, just blood crazy yeah i don't know i should have expected it because it was a Texas death match, but at the same time, I didn't expect it purely because, like I said earlier. It is the first match between the two in the feud. The feud's been like, there's been some some decent angles, but it's not been going on that long. So it was a bit odd to have such a like bloodthirsty, crazy match for like a TV match. Um, first match between the two people. Like if they did this with CM Punk and MJF, I'd get it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I'd, it was odd, but take that out of it. It was good, it was, it? It, was, it was really, really enjoyable, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's one of those, some people won't enjoy this type of match some people will absolutely love it i'm probably somewhere in the middle i i, yeah. I like these matches but i don't want to see them all the time but yet they're kind of a rare occurrence i don't want i love to the see... start of it when they were brought well, yeah, in and then page hits him with good... the belt and chucks him through a door straight away i was like wow okay yeah that was what well, just the entrance him attacking him before he could come out because we know what lance archer does when he comes out he just attacks people before he even walks into the ring yeah so it's quite cool i mean the only thing is we didn't get a hangman entrance but you know, that's a small issue. We yeah, are straight through the glass. Mm. Um, and then the interesting uh, development where Dan Lambert was taken off the top ropes. And at first I was like, why is he doing that for a bit random? And then I, I realized really clever. For, yeah, for the buckshot, uh, buckshot lariat was yeah. brilliant. 
I didn't because at first I was like, oh, what's he doing? He's just taking the. T- I thought he was just t- taking the pad off. Or oh, I thought they were going to do a Finn Balor demon spot. I was like, oh no, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then no, then I realized because the commentary kind of said it, didn't they? As well. Yeah. Like, oh, they may-. And then I realized what was happening. I was like, actually, that's genius. That is. Clever, um, yeah. yeah, it was really clever stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed this match. I mean, they do do the blood and stuff a little bit too much. Yeah, well, we had a fork um, to Hangman's face. Yeah, I um, didn't enjoy that spot particularly, but I like the moves and the wrestling. Yeah, there, there, was, there was one move which really um, made me wince a bit was Hangman. I can't uh, Hangman uh, taking Archer's finisher onto the steps. Yes, outside of the ring. I can't remember what his finisher is called. The blackout, I think it's the called. blackout. I thought it's something black related. I was trying to think of. Uh, thought maybe i got confused alistair black but yeah it's a brilliant um move onto the steps and that would have hurt i know, you know oh, yeah. those steps are hollow and we can see they're hollow so it's not like he's he's uh going on to something uh, with no give but god hangman bounced off those didn't he that looked painful and i was like jesus christ he's uh taking taking a proper bump there yeah that, um, that got a holy shit chance from the yeah, fans um, and that deserved one um because that was that was a mega spot and then the ending as well the glass door at the start there was a lot of really good stuff in this yeah the, the ending was the buckshot lariat over the ref um through the table on the outside of the ring you know those tables were set up early doors and we know obviously we know someone's going through them um and i think we all knew hangman was going to win this match i don't think there's any you know i don't think you'd have got in a poll of 100, you'd have got anyone saying Lance Archer's going to win. Um, no, it was kind of obvious before the start of the match what was going to happen. Yeah, a cool finish, a good improvisation with um, the ropes not being there. But like you say, the main talking point probably is the ending where Adam Cole comes out and confronts Paige. And that is setting up for our Revolution title match. On yes, that was, that was the cool bit. I think that was... Again, not not too unpredictable. It's probably the obvious opponent for. Well, I think Paige. we've all predicted, haven't we? We've all predicted it on this pod. Yeah. In Page v Cole is probably the title match revolution. Yeah, and but it's just confirmed that it's still cool though. I think it's right, and honestly, I think there's a, there's a chance Adam Cole wins the belt. There's a real but, chance because 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 yeah. they, they could move on to Cole and Omega next, and there's a story already there, Cole Omega. Mm. So. Yeah. I, I I feel a bit sorry for Hangman, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just so so interesting now with, you know, with people like Punk, MJF, Moxley, Danielson, not currently in the title picture. The fact you can have those four out of the title picture and still have like such an intriguing title match with, you know, Omega potentially coming back. Yeah, the, 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 the top tier of AW is just insane, really is. Um yeah, let, let me move on then. We've covered that. Let's move on. Well, I mentioned him there. Punk uh, and MJF. Well, MJF started the night with his, um, with his like, uh, celebration for beating Punk and being his heel self. Um, yeah. I love the touch of Wardlow, like, carrying stuff to the ring and not getting an entrance. Yeah. So, like, demeaning. So, so cleverly builds into that storyline brilliantly. Um, they all looked great you know again Spears and uh, FCR are so good at their roles as well um behind MJF they're so good um and he obviously just just bragged about how, how he's beat Punk twice in Chicago and it just said led obviously to Punk coming out 
And interestingly, yeah. Punk challenging Wardlow, not MJF. I really like that, Tabs, because he said, you know, I want a rematch. And MJF was like, well, no, I'm he's like, I didn't mean with you. He's like, I'm, I'm not about the guy who really beat me, which, yeah. was, which was nice because obviously Wardlow, obviously, was the reason that MJF won the match. Um, so yeah. I thought that was really good. And then um, they said, uh, you know, MJF was like, well, if you can find a partner to um, team with you and beat FTR later on, but you can't uh, have single Derby yeah. out. Um, then, uh, which I thought was an odd suggestion, but yeah. um, you know, you then uh, you can have a rematch with me, uh, and I did wonder who that was going to be, but we got that later. I, on. I, I had no idea, but what a surprise it was! Yeah, I, um, I, I didn't know who. I was trying to think like who's going to team with Punk, and I was like, <laughs> normally if like Brian was still a babyface, that would have been like perfect because I was thinking, well, Punk and Brian would make sense, but yeah, he he's not anymore, so it wouldn't have made any sense. Um, but yeah, Mox was perfect. And that is leads on to my top mark of the week, actually, yeah. um, was this match between um, FTR, Punk and Moxley. Uh, just really, really good tag team match. Um, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? It was a great hot tag from Moxley. Um, Punk got sort of worked over at the start of the match. Moxley tagged in, like, was doing crazy moves everywhere. There was some fighting on the outside. Um, Punk did a cool suplex over a barricade. Um, then Moxley went for a table, FTR put him for a table on the outside, the timekeeper's table in, the, in there, out there. Mm. Um, Mox just beat the count from that. They did a doomsday device. Um, there was some cool near falls. Um, they used the ring. Uh, another near fall, actually, I really liked was um, Cash using the uh, ring bell on Punk yeah. and then hit the, Dax hit the brain buster. And I thought that was it. Um, and again, Punk kicked out, which was I wasn't expecting. There was some, it was lots of drama in this, and there was a couple of roll-up near falls as well. And in the end, um, they tapped out, but the ref was um, distracted by something. And then Tully yeah. sort of broke the, the tap out, the submission up. Um, but they ended up hitting the double GTS and uh, Paradigm Shift to win it, which I thought was really, yeah, really cool was, as well. Cool they finish. teased that earlier on in the night and it kind of got reversed in it early on in the match. Mm. Uh, but I just thought this match was awesome. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Um, and great to see like Punk and Moxley teaming together. I just never well, thought that was a team I didn't, you know, I never knew I needed, but that was, I, I loved it. Yeah, such a cool um, team and the thing is you know with FTR it's, you're going to get a good match that they're about well you know I, I'm, I'm the biggest fan so they're the best tag team in the world personally I think they're just so good and you put them in there with two elite level single stars it's going to be good and um, yeah I, I just thought this, this was brilliant I liked everything you know if you if we're including the opening segment into this as well the whole yeah yeah, punk, yeah I punk, punk, the, MJF everything, everything combined it was just perfect to this storyline you know I'm I'm might have even said myself, you know, oh, how can they keep this going? But they're doing it. And I think I think this now will go to revolution, surely, this match, MGF Punk. Yeah, I think that's where they'll do this, the next go match. I thought, they, I thought they'd do it there originally anyway. And then last week, I know you weren't on the pod last week, but I said it, I think they'll probably be do a second match. Um, yeah. And, and maybe even a third one if Punk wins. Um, Interesting where Wardlow comes in, because he is going to turn. We all know he's going to turn. Eventually it's going to happen, yeah. We just don't know when, where, or will it happen beforehand? Will it happen at the pay per view? Will it happen after the pay per view? 
all three, all three are an option in my opinion. We I didn't think. even uh, mention how MJF got carried into the ring as well. <laughs> yeah, and what is interesting actually, the commentator was like, oh, "I've never, se- never seen this before." I was like, "Was well, King Corbin, isn't yeah, it?" Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Every king, every king ever." Yeah, this, is, um, this is this is Baron Corbin. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it's slightly a different version, but you're basically the same thing. Yeah, um, it did make me laugh when they say that they've never seen this before, and it's like yeah. a wrestling like 101 booking. Like, yeah, it's like being carried <laughs> in. The only thing I, was, I thought would have been made it better is if they'd have had Wardlow as one of the people carrying him. That's the only thing I thought would have made it a bit better. But um, yeah, it was it was brilliant. Um, all right, I think probably the next thing to mention is the inner circle. Yes. Having I, I, a summit. I have to say, I, I enjoyed pretty much everything on the show. This Dynamite was, I've, I've not always like it was really praising AEW. Like I, I praise AEW, but not, I will, I'm not afraid to criticize them and say where I think they're doing, like if something was bad either. Um, but I thought this show was near perfect. Like it was really, really good. Um, and this segment, again, I really enjoyed this. This was great. Yeah. Um, so yeah. obviously Jericho comes out first with Sammy and Hager. Says he hasn't seen Santana and Ortiz all day. They come out eventually. And then really it starts off just Santana and Jericho on the mic for most of the segment, um, having pops at each other. And what I really like about this is you can agree with both sides of the argument. Yeah, although I think we're meant to sympathise with Jericho. I think or, so, yeah. I'm not sure because Jericho did come across a bit heelish where he was like, you know, I know he I know, you know, his character is always had the biggest ego in wrestling, but he was yeah. all like, Oh yeah, I am um, you know, the no influencer. One had, yeah, mm-hmm. the influence I you know no one has more pull than me. And he did make a good point where he was like, you know, you've got a title match. You well, that's what, that's what yeah. I was gonna say, because he really made me think, actually, you're right, because Sammy's got a title with him. So they yeah. can have, there's not, it's not like you can't go up, he doesn't, he stops them from having opportunities. It's not like MJF where Wardlow's not allowed the opportunity. Yeah. And if Wardlow gets an opportunity, it's MJF's. Like Jericho's all for them having opportunities. They've had their chance and they blew it. Yeah. And I thought that was a really good point. There was, no, there's actually a point which wasn't made by Santana and Ortiz, which I thought would have been a really good point is, I, I, if I was them, I'd have been like, well, you and Sammy had a tag team as Le Champ or Le Sex Gods, whatever it was at the start. Then you and Hager had a little tag team run. And then you and MJF had a tag team run. Like all, and you made sure they were all pushed more than us at the time. And that's what I would have said, because that's what the fans nice. were saying at the yeah. time when, like, I, I remember there was like a segment where they, I think they were his heel at the time or something. And Jericho's like, yeah, me and Hague, you know, we're going to get a tag team in the tag division. And everyone thought it was going to be Santana and Ortiz. And he said, no, it's me and Hager. And everyone was like, what? And I, I think I think that's something they should have brought up because Jericho's had three separate tag teams within that faction. That is a fair point. Yeah, and they didn't bring it up, did they? Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll come up down the line. Um, but next um, week we have the... Um... Yeah, so it all broke down when um, Jericho said he, he hired the wrong two members of LAX. Santana yes. got in Jericho's face, started hitting him. And then Sammy pulled them apart. Sammy walked off. He was, he'd had enough, basically like sort your shit out, you know? Yeah. And then that's when the challenge was made from Santana. So Santana on Ortiz v Jericho and Hager next week um, to sort of sort this out like men with a fight, basically, is their idea. Um, Hager was completely like in the background of this segment, didn't say a word. He kind of has been throughout the whole inner circle, essentially. Yeah. It, it sums up <laughs> his role, really. He doesn't. Well, that's the thing. I think 
it's good for Sammy to not get involved because Sammy's doing other stuff. He doesn't yes, need to be involved. I think it's they, they the Sammy partless section they put really well yeah, he, because it, he shouldn't know, be involved in it too much. Yeah. If 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 they would have done Sammy and Jericho the Santana and Ortiz would have been like, well, Sammy should be doing other stuff. He's a champ. So well, I'm, got, I'm the glad thing they is did as well. It. They kind of because Jericho sh- told him to shut up. Yeah, that gave Sammy the excuse to kind of go, well, I'm out of here then. Because he was really on Jericho's side up until that, I think. Yeah. But that kind of went, he went, do you know what? I've had just had enough of this in general. So I thought it was all really good, uh, that segment. Couldn't, couldn't complain about that. Um, yeah, and, brilliant. And I, I'd like to, you know, obviously the mentions about Eddie Kingston in there as well. Um, showed Jericho's sort of insecurities about him because he brought him up. But then uh, Santana and Ortiz defended it. Eddie Kingston a lot as well. Yeah, so. well, this is not one of those kind of things where people won't know Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz's history. No. And the thing is, I I actually I've watched Impact when LAX with Eddie Kingston were um were together. So I I, I knew their partnership beforehand. And I think a lot of fans will, but a lot of fans won't. So it's good yeah. for them, good for them to be like because there must be some people thinking. Why is Eddie Kingston like getting involved? Like, you know, what's his relationship with Santana and Ortiz? Um, so it's good for them to say that he's been as big an influence as Jericho has um, on their careers, which is probably fair. Um, other stuff from AW. The only other note I've actually got is the TBS title. Yes. Um, was defended. Jade Cargill against AQA, formerly known as Zayda Ramir from NXT. Yeah, a very short NXT run of like a month, but yeah, she, she well, was on yeah, there for on a TV, while. On TV wise, yeah, about a month. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's where she again. She I don't know if she did anything before NXT. I'm sure she probably did, but that's what I know her from. All I know is that they, you know, they talked about her training with Booker T. Um, yeah, when they said that, and I recognised, I was like, "Who is this?" I, I had to Google it because I, I didn't pick up on the Zayda Ramir before um, I googled it, so I had to look it up, but. Yeah, I thought she looked good. AQA. I don't think she's signed, is she? I think this is just no. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think yeah. it's just a, a tryout match essentially. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd be surprised if all the. I really all liked her um, shooting star press in this. She did an awesome shooting star press. That's all she really did in the match. Yeah. I mean, it was mostly Jade, as you'd expect Jade to win comfortably, but she did do a really nice shooting star press. Yeah, um, which kind of made you think she could win, even though you knew she wasn't really. Um, yeah. yeah, Jade just dominant. And Jade looked awesome here. Her last two moves. I don't know what the move she did before the finisher. I've never seen her do that before, I swear. No. Um, it looked really cool anyway. And then she did a jaded finisher and, and just pinned her, which is fair enough. Yeah, that's, that's what you want from Jade um, Cargill. Actually, just one more little note from AEW as well. I was talking to the women. I really liked Serena Deeb's <coughs> gimmick here, where she just yeah. came out and was like, there's no one on my level. I can beat, no one could last five minutes in the ring with me. I'm going to show you. Then beats up this poor girl for like 50 seconds, looks at the time, like realizes there's four minutes left, yeah, waits funny, till yeah. like waits till it's like four minutes and then just keeps like keeps around the time and then taps her out inside a minute. I thought it was, that was perfect. That was lovely. Serena Deeb's just on another level at the moment, which is great. She really is. This is um Timothy Thatcher-esque. It sort of, it sort of reminded me of Timothy Thatcher had this Thatch camp bit yeah. in NXT for a while. That's what this reminded me of. But uh, yeah, Serena Deeb is great at the moment. Really, no, is there was a David Arquette's daughter, level. Katie Arquette, as well. It, yeah, I that believe. was David Arquette's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. It is I assumed, I assumed from the surname, but um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I thought it was, and then I saw something about it earlier. I'm pretty sure it is his daughter. 
yeah. but yeah, so that that was cool as well on the women's side. Yeah, no, that was, and I think overall a really, really good dynamite. As, yeah. as, as always, really, I can't remember the last bad one they had. No, but this one stood out as for me as extra good. I think. Um, yeah, there was nothing on it. I, 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 I'd, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Their last two main events have been Punk for MJF and Hangman yeah. v Archer. That's the last two main events yeah. on their weekly show. So that just goes to show they are throwing everything out at, at the moment. And the thing is, their roster is so sucked they can afford to, and they can have those matches and still leave. And because, leave and because they don't put pay per views on monthly, they don't have to wait for the pay per views for the big matches. Um, yeah. yeah, it isn't just so, filler main uh, events it, which we see on know, WWE TV. Sometimes. WWE TV has got better with its main events. It has hundred percent. It has hundred percent. Um, but yeah, even so, and talking of WWE TV, yeah, let's move on to some WWE TV. And yeah. SmackDown was uh, obviously first up on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I guess for me, the main talking point is Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I was, um, oh, yeah, I, we'll start with that. Yeah, I, I think her coming out at the end of the show. So I've got a few a few gripes with this segment. I, I've, I'm actually fine that she picked Charlotte. I have no problem with that. I know there's, I've heard a lot of kind of unrest that, they would have preferred to see Ronda Becky, and maybe I, that, I would maybe have preferred Ronda story. Becky, but I don't I, care I, enough. I, I think Ronda Becky Sasha Charlotte might be better than Ronda Charlotte Becky Bianca. Which thinks what we're going to get, yeah. But I think there's not much in it. Personally, I think they're both fine options. Like, you know really what? I wouldn't options. mind Sasha getting added into this because they did mention her in this storyline. Well, yeah, that, me- that was like, that was my gripe is. They made out at the start of the segment that we were gonna. It's very dangerous to to tease other matches, which fans probably want more than what you're going to offer them. It's a very risky move to say, "Oh yeah, Becky's told me that Ronda's I think picked that, her." I do think and there might Charlotte be a reason. Says, oh, "I'll face Sasha," and yeah, it just seemed odd for them to do that. Um, I, mean, I, I do think they might have done this wrong, for. I do think they might have done this for a reason. Well, we haven't heard anything from Sasha yet, so Sasha no, might come out and yeah. SmackDown and say, "You said you wanted to face me." How about it? And then maybe she beats Charlotte in a match or something and gets added in. I could see them doing that. Yeah, maybe. And I, to be honest, I would prefer that than a one-on-one, I think. Yeah, although Ronda's last... She's not had a one-on-one WrestleMania match, Ronda. No, that is true. That I is know. true. But then what do you... You've got to have Sasha Banks in a big match at Mania, in my opinion. You do. Maybe you can throw... If you can somehow get Sasha over to face Becky, then you'll leave it off Belair. I think <laughs> exactly. Sasha, so got... Sasha Belair, Becky is a better. Unless player. Bailey's coming back and they do Sasha and Bailey, that's the only other thing I can think of. I know we've seen that a million times, but Sasha and Bailey yeah. have a million matches, and I will. Well, and and you've got Asuka coming back potentially. You've got Alexa Bliss is definitely coming back. You got all these. There's a lot of top women at the moment. There is, but the problem is at WrestleMania they don't often do that many women's matches. I will tell you what you could do, which would be great: Sasha Banks, Lita. Yeah, well, yeah, Lita's another. Yeah, you know, we'll get to Lita in a bit, but you could even do that if Lita's sticking around. Could do Sasha Banks Lita? That would be. That would awesome. be great, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. But yeah, so what were your gripes on this segment? Just, well, yeah, uh, no, picking... just the fact that they mentioned the other uh, potential opponents, which I think fans would prefer. I think if, if you did a straw poll on those two options, we said Ronda, Becky, or Ronda Charlotte. I think you'd get a lot more Ronda Becky votes in, in, in there. So I think that's just a risky move. I don't think you need, again, unless there's a reason for it. Ronda Charlotte's one of those matches where no one wants to cheer either person. 
Yeah. Because Ronda's not getting great. She's getting some face cheers, but she's getting a lot of booze as well. She isn't looking great on the mic at the moment, Ronda. Well, I noted on this, I put my notes on this, that I thought her promo on SmackDown was much better than her one on Raw. I thought her one on Raw, she really struggled. I mentioned it last week that I really didn't, she didn't seem comfortable. But this one, I did think she was much better. Yeah, yes. Um, Still not amazing, but much better. Um, My favourite bits of this promo itself were, she said, um, see you at WrestleMania, bitch, which was, you know, a good little line. And then... Charlotte said, uh, this is my baby and it's prettier than yours because obviously yeah, that was a brilliant line. and I thought that was savage and um, yeah, I liked that. that. Um, and that led to Rhonda sort of taking her jacket off, ready to square up to her. And then I thought the segment was good from then onwards. Um, Sonia Deville kind of blocked her, said it's my show, you know, you kind of, so Sonia yeah. Deville is going to have a part in this story as well. Yeah. Um, you know, Rhonda pushes Charlotte, uh, pushes her, goes to Charlotte, but Sonia Deville kind of jumps on her back. Charlotte gets walks outside and then she does the submission to Sonia, basically showing what she was going to do to Charlotte, yeah. um, which I really liked. But my worry is they're going to go down the typical suspe- well, you're suspended route because they did this with Becky against Ronda, right? And they've done this with Brock and Adam Pearce. Yeah, but they've done this in Mania Builds before they did it to Becky Lynch during the Charlotte-Ronda feud, where they yeah, suspended they did, Becky, yeah. then she came back. My worry is, oh, Sonia's going to go, oh, Ronda, you're suspended for putting your hands on me. And then they're going to do all that nonsense. And then may- maybe that's Let's how Sasha not, gets yeah. in the match. Maybe that's how Sasha gets in the match. Yeah, could be. And you know? again, we don't know Ronda's schedule before Mania. Maybe she can't appear for Mania that much, so they can suspend her to keep to, as a reason. But like, you are right, though. They do, they have trodden this path before. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of those angles, but... um. We'll see, we'll see where it goes before we say it. Because I, I liked this in isolation, but I want to see where it goes. I, one thing I would do with this storyline, without question, and I, I think I'm mad if they don't do it, is bring Shayna Baszler into it. Because her yeah, relationship... 100%, with, yeah. If Ronda's on SmackDown, which she's going to be, and Shayna's on SmackDown, and you just ignore the relationship between them, I think they're absolutely bonkers. Especially as they were quite you know clearly played into it at the Rumble. At the Rumble, yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's one thing... 100%, yeah. Do. I didn't turn, turn that. Yeah. If if Ronda's the face in this feud, turn Shayna Baszler face. Yeah, I, um, I, I think Shayna played a pretty face role in the Rumble when her and Ronda were together. They looked like a face team. Yeah, so I, yeah. I think I think you've got to do that. Um, that's my main thing to say about the the main event stuff. I think yeah. uh, it's exciting in a way, but it is, it is. And you've actually just made me more excited by mentioning Shayna. I think you could have in the build up Ronda and Shayna v Charlotte and Sonya. That could be yeah. a tag team match you have in a build-up, which yep. is cool. Because Shayna and Sonya have a bit of history as well, where she was Sonya's lapdog for a little bit. So, Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, I yeah. didn't think of that. That's a great idea. Um, so so one, one thing I wish no one thought of was bringing back Goldberg. <laughs> Honestly. Say, that really probably is the main talking point from SmackDown. Honestly. But- um, again, it's one of those, it was kind of leaked beforehand. I think this wasn't a surprise when he came out. No, I kind of knew it was happening, but, to be honest. I don't know about you, but I just don't want to see Goldberg. I don't, but I would rather him here against Reigns in a yeah. match that you know he's going to lose. He, if, well, do we? <laughs> well, I know, I know um, Bubba Ray on his radio show suggested Goldberg should win this match, but yeah. I think he's, he's not... not uh, Too many not blows good. to the head. Yeah. Um, but realistically, yeah. I don't think Goldberg's ending Reigns' title reign in, in, in Jeddah, in Saudi Arabia here. Um, 
So I, I don't mind it for what it is because they were going to do this match two two years ago at Mania, and then Roman obviously um, pulled out because of COVID and stuff. Um, so I actually don't care that much because for me, it's like the the main event of um, Saudi Arabia is the Elimination Chamber men's match and even the women's match. Yeah, you've got them to look forward to, and then Roman Goldberg's kind of like a side side match that could be a bit of fun. Um, and it will be short as well. At least we know Goldberg matches aren't long. Yeah, it will just basically be spear and spear, you know, spear versus spear, and yeah. Roman will come out on top, and Goldberg will tap, and that you know, Goldberg was rumoured to have one match left on his deal now. So if this is his last match and he puts Roman over, I've got no problem with that. I'd rather him do that than come to WrestleMania and beat someone he doesn't need to beat or win the title. Yeah, (laughs) I just think he doesn't... What I don't like about it is... Goldberg, and it happens all the time with Goldberg. My biggest gripe. Yeah, he just comes Again, against a title shot. Yeah, and you're not just yeah. the fact he's part time. He just comes out and says, "You're next." Well, yeah. Who are you to decide that, who's? That's like, bad booking from WWE's point viewpoint. I so, mean, so poor when you know you're thinking. I don't know. Just I would rather. I try to think who I'd rather Goldberg face. I don't know. Just I just don't want him in the title. Like, I know we had that a few years back. We had him with Ziggler, which was quite a cool. Yeah, that was great. Little like I don't mind that. And even, even I, I always mentioned Goldberg and Brock at Mania was brilliant for what it was. And yeah. he, can, he can have these... Cool, even the match with Drew was good. Um, yeah, if he can have a big hard-hitting match have. with someone, could be quite cool. I'm trying to, do, I'm trying do, to think the, the match I would do, if he has another match after this, the match I would do at WrestleMania is Big E. But you yeah. have Big E. Okay, beating. yeah. Biggie, because Biggie uh, has mentioned that he wants to face Goldberg before. He's joked about it in, in interviews. Yeah. He said, "Big meaty men slapping meat or whatever." He said with Goldberg. Yeah, have Goldberg's last match. Him, Biggie deserves to be put over after his title run. You know, they, oh, they screwed yeah. him there. Have Biggie v Goldberg at Mania and just have Biggie beat him. That's what I would do. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Because if he's on SmackDown with Reigns, you can then have him come out after he gets beaten and be like, "I'm hanging up my, you know, hang up, I'm retiring." And then Biggie comes out and goes. Let's have one more match, mate. Yeah, and then yeah. they, they that sets them up. I don't think they're going to do that because I think they're just going to do tag team stuff for the new day. But well, I say I I can move on to my skid mark. Yeah, right for yeah. it. It's a perfect mm-hmm. scary. My skid mark is exactly what you've been saying. The treatment of Big E um, is just it's baffling. I cannot believe what they've done to this guy. They've kofied him. Yeah, they've done he, exactly what they did to Kofi. He was, but he was. I mean, we did our predictions for the Rumble. I think most people predicted Big E to win the Rumble as one of their two picks. Yeah. Most people. I, I, I didn't him. have him, but uh, I only didn't have him because a lot of people ever had him. I thought yeah. I'd just go for somebody else. But yeah. And, and he was. I like, had a good chance of winning it. You know, he was world champion against day one. And he, okay, maybe he would have lost it to Seth if you believe all the dirt sheets. And maybe he would have retained it if you believe some others. But he wasn't meant to lose it to Brock. And the fact he got pinned at day one was unnecessary in a fatal five-way match. I don't, I think you could have had Owens get pinned and fine, but they had him get pinned. And he didn't then, get the rematch. Yeah. He then, actually won the match on Raw to get the rematch. Yeah. And then he doesn't get the rematch. And then he's then transferred to SmackDown to be in nothing tag teamness with Kofi Kingston. And they are doing nothing and they have nothing set up. And you have... You know, this chamber match on Raw coming up uh, in, in uh, Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. And why is Big E not in that? Why is he on SmackDown in a tag team with Kofi in the middle of SmackDown doing absolutely nothing, you know, 
against Los Lotharios and just a yeah. nothing match. It, which... It's sad. And they did the, the, the saddest thing is they did exactly the same to Kofi when he lost the title. They did. And what's the worst thing is, is I don't think anyone saw it coming. I, 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 like, I think people thought they were doing better. They fought more with Biggie. Yeah, you thought, okay, they did it with Kofi. They won't do it again. And the thing is, they had Kofi separate from the New Day. They had, they pushed him separate, pushed him. Yeah. And now they've just moved him straight back to what he was before. And maybe, like, less, he's he's less than he was before, I feel like. It's really, it's just a real cry and shame. And you can do more with Kofi as well. Like, this isn't just Biggie, but, it's, okay, okay, once he's injured, fine. Then what, why not have Kofi go after uh, Reigns. Why not have Kofi go for the IC title? Why not have Kofi like you're just dragging them all down into a mid card tag team title feud for the guy who was your WWE champion like mm-hmm. a month ago? It's just staggering to me. And the fact that you're right, I would love to see Big E Goldberg at Mania. That's probably the best he could hope for right now. But I'd, even that, I think, yeah. is is a way off. I think Big E is going to be in. It's probably going to be Biggie and Kofi V. Usos at New Day uh, at Mania or something. I hope they do New Day and Usos again. Like we just do not need that match again. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if they do a multi. I think they might do it, but multi man and yeah, maybe and throw other teams in. Maybe, maybe you get lots of Farios and Viking Raiders in there you as know, well or something. Biggie Lashley, Biggie Roman. These were all this. This was the level we were talking about Biggie oh, yeah. at, and now we're talking now. And the thing is, Woods was pushed quite a bit before he got injured. Kofi, yes. I think we should have Kofi, had a Woods Roman match. So, all three of them could have been pushed individually, especially the the roster's not that that deep. You don't have to split them, but you can still have them tag team together on SmackDown. But then when it, they have their big individual feuds on the side of that, and you could have had Big Evie Goldberg, and you could have maybe had Woods versus I don't know Sami Zayn, yeah, and Kofi versus Roman or something. Like you could easily have done that, but no, they've just. They've just done this. They just have um, this. They have this like new day security blanket. They just have to fall back on every single time. Yeah. And it's, it's and frustrating. It's, it's a not, new day being so popular is their own undoing in a way. Yeah, it really is. Because I can't believe they've done it. They to, know to, to that however, whatever position you put them in, the crowd's going to love them. So you can book them like shit and the crowd's going to love them. You can push them like they occasionally do and it's great. And then you can just put them back and it's Dolph Ziggler syndrome. Dolph Ziggler used to have this. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler used to just lose and lose and lose and lose and lose. And it, the crowd would still love him. And eventually the crowd would just like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Um, that's what it's going to get to. And the thing is, <laughs> if, if we get a Xavier Woods title run in the future, which we may well do, because yeah. he's very good. And they put it, I pushed him singles recently. If that happens in the future, how, how can we get behind it after we've seen how they've treated the other two members of the new day? It's just, just sad. Although the only thing I will say is this match on SmackDown was actually quite good. Against, I was going to say this. Actually, actually, that, um, a good the match. best, the best match on the show because I was going to get to the lack yeah. of wrestling on SmackDown. It was good. Yeah. New Day vs. Lost Los the Fires. I actually noted was a really good match. Yeah, well, Lost the Fires looked really good in it. Um, there was a massive moonsault by Humberto to the outside on Big E. Um, they were two for one for a bit, and they got some good near falls. I actually thought for a minute Los Fires might win, um, yeah. and that really would have. Uh, Really would have summed it up for the new day. <laughs> that would have done. Um, yeah. But and eventually, uh, they do the double move on on Angel or whatever. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. 
wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Angel, whatever you want to call him. Angel. Um, to, to win. Um, but the match was really good, actually. Um, it wasn't really long, but it was good for what we got. Um, but that actually kind of leads... To back to back to my skid yep. mark, really, skid, which is skid. just SmackDown not having any wrestling on it. Um, somehow managed to have like five matches and nothing happened in them. Um, this match aside, which I said, like I said, was good, didn't really need to happen, but was good. You had on this show the matches you had Aaliyah versus Natalia, which went a couple of minutes, um, and then Aaliyah just won by count out, pretty rubbish, you know. Um, you had um, God, what other matches were there? <laughs> um, oh, there was Nakamura versus Jinder. That was oh, a nothing yeah. match as well. Absolutely yeah. nothing. It was more about Sami Zayn on commentary, which is fine. Yeah. Um, and honestly, that oh, and there was Ricochet. Oh, this one annoyed me. It was Ricochet versus Ridge Holland. Oh, so Ridge Holland just wins, and then they just turned it into a tag match. Did yeah. a five-minute tag match, which was good, and then just but it was so baffling. <laughs> So the match, the matches there were, I mean, that is not a good wrestling show in terms of wrestling. No, um, it wasn't. And the thing is, I guess they think, you know, we, we've got Ronda and Goldberg on the show, so who cares? That's yeah. what they think. And, and that is the thing with SmackDown at the moment. And the same with, you know, and, and Roman, obviously. Oh, yeah. They, course, they, yeah. It's mainly about Roman and his promos. Sami Zayn always has good promo segments. Like the, every week he does something yep. of note. Like they're not, not always good, but they're always on the show importance given it's always time. given time isn't it and, and charlotte quite often has one you get sonia deville naomi stuff but not much wrestling with it you get all these storylines but not a lot of wrestling um and it's a shame because it used to have really good wrestling on it at one point um it did it did the, the rosters i remember when it remember when you had sefi edge on smackdown yeah, match, well, we, had, a match. I remember we had we had AJ Daniel Bryan, which was a great match yeah. for, for, for the IC title back at, back in the day. I'll say yeah. back in the day, it wasn't that long ago. It was, yeah, a couple of years back when it. But... Eighteen months, year ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, that was my skid mark, really. No, that's that's completely fair enough. I think um, 
yeah. just the lack of wrestling. I, I really enjoyed the the Sami Zayn um, sort of jackass stuff, but um, yeah, no, it, it is good, and I. I I think what we're getting is we're going to get Johnny Knoxville be Sami Zayn at Mania, aren't we? That's what well, we're yeah, going to get. The rumours was what was going, you know, what was being said is that Johnny Knoxville was a one and done at the Rumble, and, and I, I thought that after he got eliminated. To be honest, yeah, I think we're getting that Knoxville v Sami Zayn, whether it's some kind of tag with someone I, else. I, I don't think know, that's but probably what we'll get. I can't. I, I think see that's it what we're getting a one on one, but I don't know. Maybe we will because. It, it's weird if Sammy wins the IC title. That's what well, I, I don't think he is now because they mentioned Knoxville was going to be there at yeah. the title match. And I think he's going to cost him the title and then that's what's going to happen. And the fact Shinsuke wrestled this week makes me think Shinsuke's back and fit. And I said before, I have no problem Shinsuke being champ as long as he wrestles. Yeah. As as the problem I've had with him as champ is he hasn't wrestled for a year. Or hasn't wrestled for the belt for like a year. So if he's back wrestling, I have no problem with Shinsuke being champ. He's a Bloody good wrestler. I've no problem. Oh, absolutely. So one more thing from SmackDown worth noting was um Drew McIntyre obviously is back on SmackDown after being away for a while. Yep. Um he comes out, puts cuts a good promo. What I did like about this promo is he talked about him and Brock being one for one now. Because yeah. um Brock beat him, eliminated him last man from the rumble, and obviously he beat Brock. So yeah. he was like, I'll come back to that at some point. So and, and that is cool. You know, yeah. I'm glad he mentioned that. Makes him still seem like a big deal and like he's in the main event. Whether he did that on his own back or not, or or WWE told him to do that, which he I might assume, have done. He yeah. seems like the kind of person who would just if they told him to back. do that, then it shows that he's still a main eventer for, for me. Um, mm. but he does feel a bit mid-card at the moment. Because he comes well, out and yeah. a feud, anyone who feuds with Corbin and Moss feels mid-card. Um, he comes out, um, Moss comes out, he, he asks yeah, him Moss, to tell him Moss a funny joke. Behind, yeah, didn't he? yeah, Moss snuck up. Oh yeah, because he pointed his sword. And he had a sword. He? Yeah, just a, um, a sword. And he goes, right, tell me a funny joke. And actually, it was one of Moss's better ones. I thought it was actually <laughs> quite good. Um, uh, and then he just got claymored. Um, yep, but it um, looks like aren't we getting the match again? Yeah, Elimination Chamber. It is. I don't need to see this. It, again. It, it, it's not McIntyre v Corbin. It's McIntyre v Moss. Which makes me think they're saving McIntyre v Corbin for Mania, which is such a waste of time. God, poor McIntyre. Yeah, got to talk about Big E getting pushed down the card. Drew McIntyre as well. They just um, don't know what to do with him. At, at least, at least he's been injured. At least there's a reason he's not. He's if he was not injured, I'm sure he would have been in a title match by now. Drew. But yeah, maybe he would have got the one here. They, they definitely of think Hyra Drew did a do big in kind of that way. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah he yeah. won't he won't lose his spot for good, but I feel like he's just they don't need to do this feud until Mania. I'd rather him do do this feud and then do maybe Yeah, I, like, I assumed you just do Drew Corbin at Chamber and then you know, if they're on. gonna do Sami Zayn or something in a tag match with Johnny Knoxville, Drew wouldn't be a bad person to put in that. Like Drew and Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn or somebody or something. Like yeah. even that would be better than putting him against Corbin for me. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Or, putting him in the, or, or if he wins the IC title. They could do like an IC title match like Nakamura, Zayn, Sheamus and Drew or something. That would be great. But I, I don't yeah. know. Let's see what happens. But um, I'm not getting my hopes up too much on that. Uh-huh. No, let's see. Um, all right, let's move, let's move on to Raw. Yeah, let's move on to Raw. And again, I think we've got to start with the women's title. In my opinion, I think this is the biggest thing on the show. Yep. Um, yeah, so there's the Lita sixth. and Becky... Oh yeah, yeah. Oh sorry, yeah. No, no, yeah. Start of that. The chamber match announced. Was announced, yeah. Yeah. Do you have the participants? So yeah, it's um Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Dewdrop, 
Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley, plus a sixth person that hasn't been announced yet. Yeah, that's interesting, a um, sixth person. I wonder if I think it's going to either be Bailey or Asuka. Uh, because they didn't come back on the show, I think it's going to be Bailey or, Bailey or Asuka. Could it be Alexa? Um, it's, it's, it's it not, could it, be Alexa. It's not going to be like Selena or Carmella, is it? <laughs> I hope not, after they didn't announce them. That'd be yeah, that, that would be stupid to hold them back. Um, so, I, yeah, I think it's a returning person. Um, it's, it's a great lineup, isn't it, for a chamber? I mean, Rhea, Dewdrop, Bella, Liv... Nikki ASH, this is a bloody good. It is a good lineup. Really good lineup. The only thing I will say is most of them have already faced Becky before, so there's not too much intrigue there. Apart from, well, I mean, even even Nikki has actually, I think. But yeah, yeah, like all of them seem to have faced Becky before. Do you know what? Um, I actually think of it. I actually think there's a bit of intrigue in, okay, not in Dewdrop or Nikki. I don't think there's much intrigue either of those. So I think Belair Becky is, I think, what we want to see. I, I think, think that's what I'm expecting. I think people got so behind Liv during that Becky feud. I think there are still people that want to see Liv beat yeah. Becky. Yeah, yeah. I and, I, and I think Rhea Becky feels a bit fresh. If, you, if they're going to push Rhea to the moon. Yeah. I think, yeah. So I think there is a bit of intrigue. In and, and obviously if Bailey, Rath, Bailey comes back, Bailey Becky's the one horsewoman yeah. feud that hasn't been done to death. Like, yeah. I don't think, I'm sure I saw a stat about it a while back and I, meant, I might have mentioned it. Don't think they've ever faced one-on-one on the main roster, which is crazy. That is mad. Well, if that's the case, they should do that. Although, yeah, that does maybe mean, not yet. Does mean leaving Belair out unless you leave Be- unless you leave Bailey until after Mania and then do Becky Bailey after Mania. Not even doesn't even have to be for the title. Um, yeah, you know, you could do that. You could do that down the line. Um, I would, I would do Bianca Becky because the story's been there since SummerSlam when she took she beat her in those three seconds or whatever. Yeah. The no, story's just, been there since then, and she cost her the number one in the and match. It's been, it's, yeah, it's it. continued. It's not like it's so just been there. The and... story's there with Bianca. So if now, if they don't pay it off, it's almost stupid yeah. if they don't. So, yeah. but yeah, that is going to be interesting. And obviously, they did some matches on this show to build that with um, Bianca beating Nikki, just sort of beating her quite comfortably, which is a shame. You know, you don't want your competitors in that match to get beaten that easily. Well, but... Nikki's Nikki's just the smarmy heel that we know is not going to win. Yeah, she's playing like the Miz role almost in these matches. You see the Miz um, in these matches a lot. Yeah, and I thought um, Liv and Dewdrop had a pretty good match actually later on in the well, night. What's interesting actually is that I weirdly watched main event last week, and this match was on main event as well. Liv yeah. and Dewdrop, and I knew uh, it was on there, and yeah. Dewdrop won on a uh, main event. No, no, sorry, no, sorry, Liv won on main event, and then Dewdrop oh, won really? on Raw. Okay, so they they weirdly. Had a 50 50 because I thought, oh, maybe Liv will win, and you know, they're building up Liv, but no, they've won one, one each in the past week. Yeah, so anyway, you can get to the um, the main yeah, women's the, the, thing the now, main is... event. Um, well, the main feud is Lita and Becky. We both had, we had a promo from both of them here, and I thought Lita looks great. I just think she doesn't feel like a legend coming back, she feels like a top woman star going for the title. To yeah, me. this doesn't feel like in the past we've seen like you know Trish Stratus come back for a match and it feels like a legend coming back, but this I don't know why this just feels right. I don't I don't know if it's just me loving Lita or what it is, but I just thought she looked great and hit a good moonsault and a yeah the Lita salt and twist the fate. Yeah, I love seeing that. Yeah, and I love crowd right behind her, aren't they? Yeah, um, and I really love the way Becky sold like her coming out and returning as well um basically saying that you know she was one of her idols growing up and she's genuinely hurt by the fact that she would come back at wrestlemania season and try and take this away like title from her i thought thought that was a really good angle like yeah becky was really good yeah i thought that really kind of played into it um 
because I believe that's tr- I believe that that's true as well. Like, in, yeah, that Becky did I you know is a massive fan of Lita, so it it really does add to the story. And I thought Lita, like you said, looks good. It, I think she looks decent enough in the ring from what we've, you know whether she can have a fifteen minute singles match. We haven't seen that, but yeah. the moves she's done have looked right. So well, yeah, personally, yeah. I, I I want her to stick around. Like I do too. Like I said, I, I, I want her and Le- Lita v Sasha to, uh, to stick around. Lita, Lita v Sasha at Mania or something would be great. That if you're not doing cool. anything else with Sasha, do that. Yeah, that would be very cool, actually, Lita Sasha. Um, but yeah, I just thought this was cool. And again, you know, it's 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 small things, but the fact we've got two women's matches in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, when a couple of years back. To we even get, get them on the get, get on a show was a big deal, and now we've got a chamber and we've got Lita Becky is um yeah. massive eight awesome. women competing, which is a, is a you know for all of their criticism of going to Saudi Arabia, and we won't get into the whole politics of that, but they have this is a good news story, real good news that they've you know managed to get women on the show and not just not just token anymore it's they're getting nice. proper matches and because i think a couple of years ago it was it last year we had do drop me natalia which just felt like a almost like a token match just to get a woman on the show whereas here this this is now big built matches we've got yeah, title title, match, title matches and stuff yeah. wrestlemania implications in the chamber it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah it's massive it's, it's it's really it's really cool i it's think it's really good yeah um so- should we move on to the start of Raw? Um, yeah, we, we got should. our quiz, the quiz bowl, which we were looking forward to. Yeah, this was this was quite a cool quiz bowl. I, I thought, thought this was really funny and good. I've, it did I, drag I, a I've, bit. I've enjoyed all of these Alpha Academy and RK Bro segments. And I said it last week. Chad Gable is absolute gold. He's Thank absolute you. gold. <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't he? Love it. He, he's turning up into shoosh. And, yeah, uh, he is absolutely on he's fire. Brilliant. Chad he's, Gable. He's, God. he's been brilliant in this. Um, and he was great again here. I thought, honestly, so good. He was making me laugh a lot during this. Yeah. Um, Gable, was... Gable was the one again, again who lost it for them. Um, uh, and and it had to be the, the the maths at the end. They did the maths question. It had to be about ounces for Riddle. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> we won't get into why he knows about ounces and. Yeah. But I knew it was going to be something like that. Yeah, um, it was funny. And then. Um, yeah, it was obviously they get the they get the win, I and mean, it did go a little bit long. Um, yeah, well, we're leading up to another match. Um, I don't know, is it announced for any? I don't think it's announced for Chamber, is it? RK Braveyard for Academy, but that's um, happening again for the title. I don't quite yeah, know I, when. I don't. I don't know when. I don't think. It's I don't been Maybe it will be then, but I don't know if they, I don't think they announced it. Um, and then no, they uh, didn't. So that was, I thought that was all really, really good, really funny segment. Very, it's been very entertaining this feud. And then you've got um, Street Profits versus Alpha Academy in a match afterwards, um, which was was pretty decent. Um, not too much to say, but what I did like here is I was kind of expecting them to, for some reason, WWE booking. I was expecting them to have Street Profits win. Yeah, and then he's still pinning champion, he's pinning champions by a team that's not even going for the titles to make them look even weaker. But no, they didn't. They had um, Chad Gable pick up the victory, which I saw a stat the other day. It's something like his first pinfall or submission win on Raw in like two years that he's got this pin <laughs> or submission. Nice. So I think Otis is, whenever they've won the match, I think Otis has got the Yeah, yeah the, probably, yeah. So yeah, like 
they're, they're obviously maybe they're starting to see something in him finally. Um, yeah, well, the fact that he's getting he's getting a lot of time, isn't he, on these shows, and all, all of these again, we've we criticised WWE so much for their tag team booking, and uh, we're on them, so we have to give them praise when they do it right, and. RK Bro and Alpha Academy are just spot on at the moment. They're, they're yeah. both, you know, and this led to a tag team. And then later on, we got some more RK Bro as well. Yeah. These, these, type, these teams are getting multiple segments on shows. They're a big part of Raw at the moment. Both of these they teams. are. They're both, these, both these teams are. I mean, Riddle and Orton, you knew would be, but I'm glad the Alpha Academy are getting this level of, of yeah. attention. Like, it's, it's brilliant to they're see. They're having matches every week. They're having promo segments every week. They're having interviews backstage. They're doing everything. Yeah. Um, it's well, great. And, as I say, I'll, I'll kind of move on to the main event quickly. And, yeah, you, the segues on from that. Yeah, you, you did mention about on SmackDown, we had a match which was a singles led to a tag. We had the exact same thing here. We had... Yeah. Um, um, this one's probably more annoying this one, because... No, they didn't... This was a match I was really looking forward to, Riddle and Rollins. And yeah. It, it didn't really... The only thing I will say is the first one made no sense on SmackDown because they no, did a no, pinfall, yeah. vi- no, they yeah. did a pinfall win yeah. and then they did another pinfall win. That was no problem. Whereas this actually got broken up. Yeah, and was... the four guys involved, I want to see all four of them. Like, oh, yeah. And, yeah I have mean? no problem with the match. So, the match was really cool. But it's it is just, a bit annoying. I, I was sat there watching it and I looked at the time left and I was like, oh, we've got a nice little Riddle Rollins match. This is going to last 20 minutes, this match. And it's mm. me being naive, I guess. I should have realised that was going to happen. I didn't think of it. But I thought, I thought, oh, wow, are we going to get like a, I thought maybe we get like a 15 minute match with like a bit of an angle afterwards. But no, it was a DQ and then a tag match, which yeah. is fine. Um, yeah. And they were having a good little match before that, Rollins and, uh, Rollins and um, Riddle. Riddle. They were having a really good, like power bomb into the barricade. I was thinking it was just getting up a gear and that's when it, that's when KO ran in. Um, and then Orton obviously sets, comes down and saves Riddle to a massive pop, by the way. Orton's, oh, I, Orton's I, I, was, so I noted it down. I think Orton might be the most over babyface in wrestling right now. Yeah, he's right up That's, there. It's yeah. mental. It's mental to think him, in 2022. It's, it's, I think it's him with John Moxley. Yeah. They're probably the two, aren't they? Moxley's. Yeah. I, I, WWE-wise, I think he's the most over babyface in wrestling right now. Yeah. Um, it, it, there might be some more in AEW that are, are more over. But yeah, it's mental to think. Um, but yeah, it was really, uh, it was a really good main event to be fair. I thought it was really good. And I was actually expecting, cause KO won earlier in the night and he double, did double duty. He beat yeah, Austin KO, Theory, yeah. Theory earlier in the night. And I thought, oh, he'll take the pin in the main event then. That's why mm. they've done this so that they can, he'll get pinned in the main event. 50, 50 yeah, typical a... WWE booking, but no riddle and Rollins won with, um, Rollins winning with a stomp. Yeah, so okay, uh, I got two wins in one night. Yeah, I know. Yeah, interesting. And they're definitely building this story with Owens again, mentioned about Seth trying to get him in the match. And he went to Sonya after you know, I'll beat Osafari, I'll get in the match. Very so, interesting where that went because she I, said you I, might what, not what, even be on the WrestleMania card. Yeah, um, what, what I think is happening, and I think to me, the most obvious outcome here is Owens gets he's getting annoyed that Rollins isn't getting him into the match, so he's going to stop Rollins winning the chamber somehow. I don't know how you get into a chamber, but, and he costs Rollins. And then we lead, yeah, we lead, we lead to Owens, Rollins at Mania. They could do that. Personally, I don't, I don't know if I want to see Owens, Rollins again at Mania. We have seen, seen it before. It will well, be two great. years ago. It yeah, would be, it, it'll be an amazing match, but yeah. I think they can get more out of this partnership yet. 
I think it's just started. Well, I really think that main event could have been the tag team title match at Mania. Do you know what I was? Yeah, it didn't even need to be the tag title match. I was thinking, why didn't they yeah. just save this for Mania? They could have easily done that at Mania. It would have been a massive yeah. marquee, like cool tag match. Didn't even need to be the title guys, match. Yeah. You could have done the title match as um, Alpha Academy versus Mysterios or, or Street Profits, Street Profits yeah. or a Triple Threat or any any combination of that uh, or something like that. Or, and, and you could throw Ziggler and Rude in there. Like you could do, yeah. you can throw any of them t- tag teams into the tag title match, lower down on the card, and you could have had this as a separate tag match. Didn't even need the titles on it. Um, yeah, would have been so such a good match. But yeah, they've done it here, so I don't think it's happening. But no, um, no you're probably right. Because they're not going to... Well, they might, but I don't think they're doing a random... I mean, they did Apollo Crews Big E at WrestleMania last year after doing 10 matches on SmackDown or something like that. So you never know. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't think that's where this story's going. But yeah, it was a cool cool Raw main event. And like I say, Owens earlier in the night beat um, Austin Theory, which is weird. Um, the 50-50 book in there, really. Um Owens, I'm glad he didn't lose twice in a row, though. So I'm actually kind of glad they did 50 50 booking because him losing to Philly twice would have been a bit odd. Yeah, that's, um, oh, yeah. But I just, I'm just intrigued where the storyline's going because I said, you know, Sonny was basically saying, you're not even going to be on the card. And, and I loved KO, who's like, but Texas is my place. Like, I love cowboy hats. And he was going well, on about, yeah, he well, he, him saying he's really popular in Texas makes you think, we're well, going to get Stone Cold and Owens because there's, there's, there's the stunner. That's exactly what well, I've yeah. written down. Maybe that's Austin because Austin apparently is going to have a big segment of Mania, which makes complete sense. If you're having him there, you've got to do something big with Austin. It's in Texas. Maybe I don't think we'll get a match, but maybe that's what we get. Owens isn't on the card in a match, but he comes out, confronts Stone Cold, and we got Austin and KO, which is fine. I mean, I'd yeah, rather that, see, that, that would be I'd rather cool see KO in a great match because KO is amazing in the ring, but it, I wouldn't be annoyed at Owens and Stone Cold having some sort of interaction because you know why not yeah no definitely and I think there's a bit of a link there if we move on to AJ Styles and Damian Priest who um, had their match here at Champions Contender match which AJ won and now we get that match next week for the belts yeah Um, and my link really was I'm sure Kevin Owens beat Priest in, in a contenders match a few weeks back and he never got his title match i'm sure owens beat priest before the rumble i think he did but didn't he then the net the match i believe the title match ended in dq oh did they have a title match did they, they did but only ended in dq which again okay, suggests yeah. they should continue i'm sure they had the match but priest got dq'd for going to mental and then they just ignored it after that which is yeah. a shame um but yeah so priest has lost, I mean, like you say, lost to Owens there and he's lost to AJ here. So we, we used to praise how booked, strong he was booked as a champion, but now he's losing a lot. Since he's had this new character, he's losing a lot. And yeah, I'm not strange. sure he's doing him any favours. I mean, he has lost to Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. It's not lower card guys. It's, you know, it's top guys. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do with that. I don't know what to, they're going to do with Damien Priest at the moment. Yeah, he was on that trajectory and they've kind of halted him. And if, it's because they gave him a character... That they didn't, it, need it, to it do. didn't need to yeah he was absolutely over us and being booked great as he was it seems a bit unnecessary but it was a really good match though um between priest and uh aj i thought there's some really good wrestling encounters uh there was a uh, there was a cool spot where aj did the pele kick and priest fell on to aj and nearly oh, yeah, yeah, nearly pinned, yeah um 
And uh, AJ ended up winning with a phenomenal forearm and, and pinning him clean, like we said. But um, yeah, it's just a bit worrying for Damon Priest, that, I think. Um, yeah. But AJ, if he does win the United States title, I wouldn't mind that. No, no, no not at all. For AJ. Quite happy with that. Um, what else did we get? We had Mysterios appearing on Miz TV. Yep. Um, which I'll, I'll be leading to Ray V Miz. Is that what this is leading? I think so, yeah. I, I don't I know think. if they're going to drag this out to Mania and that's going to be the Mania match. Because um, Miz just is beating Dominic Mysterio. That's kind of the we beat him last week. Yeah, but he gets the revenge here, didn't he? Didn't yeah, he yeah. Here? yeah, yeah, so Dominic got the win Dom here. won only by roll-up. It was a bit silly, a bit nonsense, this, really. But what I did like is Ray, you know, Maurice was trying to, did well, she actually did trip yeah. um, Dom up, but then Ray tripped Miz up to get the revenge from last week, and then Dom just kind of rolled him up. Do you know, um, the Mysterios always, they've had a history of cheating in matches. They've always done it. I remember when they were both kind of, faces, yeah. and they were, I think... But they, they normally against, do it as a revenge thing. They don't start. Corbin but, or they someone don't start. they were against, and they were cheating against Corbin twin, weren't they? And it was like, well, Corbin's to heal. Like, yeah. Corbin's got a, a, a legitimate case to be annoyed. They've yeah, always think, done it, weirdly. I think yeah. they do it as a revenge thing, normally. Like, they've yeah. done it, had it done to them, so they do it back. Which I don't, I don't mind that, but yeah, that was yeah. okay. I, one thing I thought was um, cool on um, Raw was the promo with MVP and Lashley. Um, Lashley was in his hometown here, and he was given a babyface reaction like he doesn't normally get, like at all. Um, yeah. Uh, and what I really liked about MVP here is he gave he he did a Paul Heyman style promo. Yeah, it was, he was very doing, Heyman, like, raining, so, yeah. undefeated, undisputed. He was basically doing Heyman's talk um, yeah. for Lashley which I thought was really, really good. And he actually really put over the competitors in the Elimination Chamber match in his promo as yeah, well. He did, yeah. Um, before it cut to, then Lashley himself started talking, and then it was more di- a direct focus on Brock, talking about Brock and the history. And mm. I just thought it was, a, it was a solid promo. Nothing out of the ordinary, but it was pretty solid. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, it's, yeah, this was... Um, I, I feel like... I almost forgot Lashley was on the show. It was very quick, like, like brief. And let's say nothing really come of his promo, just a promo and move on, uh, which is fine. Sometimes he doesn't need any personal feud. Well, I guess Brock is the feud, but you know, that's kind of, he doesn't need with a chamber coming up. We'll see what happens in the chamber and that probably lead to his mania match. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, we're, We'll talk, talk about the chamber more in the coming weeks, but I've got no idea what's going to happen in, in the chamber. Absolutely no, no idea. It's hard, it, it's hard to predict in a way, but we said that about the Rumble and then Brock just won. So, Well, yeah, maybe Brock will just win. You know but, I mean? Maybe it'll just be Brock winning again. I hope not, but... It'll be. Um, you know, just, it wouldn't surprise me if <laughs> if it is at the same time, because... Brock, Brock winning can never be a surprise, even if he's not in the match. Exactly. exactly. He, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't even need to be... He's been in Money in the Bank matches before that he's not been in and won it. He's been exactly. in Royal Rumbles. He's not supposed to be in and won it. So never rule out Brock winning if he is in the match. Let yeah, you know. So exactly. But yeah, let's move on. To, well, is there anything else more you want to talk about? Or? Um, I was just going to mention Alexa Bliss. Um, yep. With uh, her latest development, where she was talking about controlling her anger, um, and obviously keeps bringing up Lily, but she's looking week on week. She looks less and less like her old character. Yeah. Um, although I, feel like ca- still, I feel like we're getting Lily is there. still a big part of what she's talking about. It's all focused around Lily still. So I'm interested mm. what they do with that. I'm interested to see how they incorporate, either incorporate Lily or 
make her separate from Lily. But at the moment, she's still very much to do with Lily. And I'm interested to see in what Alexa Bliss does, but she's doing a great job of what she's given at the moment. I think I, I really yeah, like it. I'm ready for it to come to a sort of conclusion within the next week or two now. Though. It will. I, I think we're nearly there. We are nearly yeah. there now. I, I'm hoping so. I, I want her to come back soon because otherwise she's going to end up taking longer to come back than a certain uh, Via Mahan. Via Mahan, enough of promo for Via. Via is coming. I wrote it in my notes. All I wrote was Via yes. is coming. You can, you can so just you copy, copy, copy paste it every week. I, weirdly, he's saying different things each week now. He is. That is. I will say that my problem when I skidded it was it was just the same every week. Nothing changed. He, but at it least it is sounded talking. like he's close to actually arriving well, he, he was on main event the other week as well yeah maybe I have seen him wrestle I don't know what the plan is for I have no idea what they're going to do there, there is I, no honestly plan. there is no, no idea absolutely zero idea he will not, I'd be surprised if he's on a mania card honestly I don't think he will be oh it'll be in the battle royal won't he we'll see, yeah that's where it'll be in it'll be in the battle royal which is fine at least he's <laughs> there <laughs> like yeah. if he's not even on that then I'll be worried about him that's um, true well I can seg- segue onto NXT. Yep, let's And go. we can segue onto his former tag team partner, Sanger, having <laughs> his first. That is a match great segue. As he was up against LA Knight. Yep. And um, LA Knight beat him, which is really cool. And this kind of just. I expected was- that purely because you knew you were going to get Waller and Knight again. Yeah, that is um, coming up. I don't know when, when that's happening. I don't think that's. I don't know if that's next week, week or not. I don't think it is. I've got next week's. Vengeance Day card. I don't think he's on it. All right. That, 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 that match. I'm sure they'll have a segment on the show, but it's not a match for next week. Okay. Um, but yeah, just nice to see. Again, I don't, I don't have much on this match. It was just an easy segue um, onto NXT. But yeah, LA Knight getting the win. Yeah, the finish to, to it was quite cool. Um, Waller tried to um, expose the turn, back, backfired. Sanger yeah. went into it and then just a net breaker and pinned him. I wonder if they're going to get around it. He was looking a bit Braun Strowman AAP, wasn't he? Yeah, Sanger. Yeah. I, I thought they were just going to do a boring roll up, so at least there was something a little bit creative. Yeah. It yeah, was, no, it was better it than is, it, it is been. cool. Um, it was all right. I mean, um, do you want to talk about the main thing on the show? Uh, I, the main thing for me, yeah, on the show yeah. was I mean, there was a women's title main event, yeah. The big thing, the newsworthy thing, I think, is Dolph Ziggler turning up on NXT. And this excited me because you, you, if you listen to this show, you know I'm a Ziggler fanboy, um, mm. or you know, or was in 2014 when he, you know, was when he was pushed when he was relevant. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, you know, <laughs> um, he's still great. He's still great. He is. And what I will say here before you kind of wax local about him, I thought he looked a million dollars here. He looked like a real big deal. Do you know what? I, I just love a crowd actually reacting to him because he walks out now on, and he's, this is what I mean. He's been booked into the ground. On, he's been he has, so long. Yeah. In, he's been in WWE so long, like 15 years as well. It goes to a point where people still react a little bit to it, but really most of the time it's just, oh, here's Dog Signal. Okay. Whereas on here, it, he felt like a megastar coming out. He did. They were yeah. chanting, steal the show at him. They were chanting mm. Ziggler. They were chanting, you know, all sorts to him. And it, it was so refreshing to hear. Because when AJ Styles come, Styles come out on NXT, yeah, he got a massive reaction, but he gets a big reaction on Raw as well. So it's yeah. it's kind of feel standard. But I loved the fact the crowd was so into him, and I could tell Dolph loved it as well. Oh, he was having fun of his life, wasn't he? He was loving he was loving the reaction, and he was just sat at the back in his chair with his suit on. I was like, "Where's this Dolph Ziggler been? Yeah, why isn't he like this every I, week?" I, I would rather move into NXT full time and have this guy 
in my TV all the time because he's not going. He's not going to be this guy on main roster, is he, Dolph? Unfortunately, because he, he's just not booked that way. No. Um. So get him on NXT full time. I think. Yeah. Exactly. And um. So I think so. Well, yeah. I mean, we we ended up with um Champa coming out as well. And we'll get onto that in a minute. But the only problem I have with this segment, and I I loved it overall. I just think Escobar got really... Um, he felt in the background. He me? did not feel like a big... He felt like a real... They saved player. it a little bit at the end. Yeah, he did. At because the end, he did. At the end, the LDF, the, the Garden of Fantasma came out on top by putting yeah. um, Breaker through a table. So yeah. I will say that. But when they were talking, honestly, all of Legado, Escobar, and it particularly Electra Lopez and um, mm. the Legado guys were just stood in the corner. Because yeah. look at... So, because the segment starts off between Escobar and Breaker, and now on a nice little face off, it's fine. Then Ziggler comes out, and the segment goes up a level. Like, okay, here we go. This is serious. And Ziggler's just talking to Breaker, and Escobar's just completely ignored. Um, and then obviously Champa come out, and Champa and Ziggler really went at it. Champa got right in Ziggler's face. Ziggler kind of said to him, like, "Why are you still in NXT? Like, what are you wasting your time? You've been here like ages, basically." Um, which I thought yeah. was really good. Um, Champa well, what, called what, what I did Kid, like, which was a bit odd. Yeah, he's actually older, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What I did like is Ziggler being like, um, it's the same 200 people cheering you every week. Like, I don't know why you think you're such a big deal and stuff like that. Like, well, yeah, it's really, exactly. really That's clever. Like, so, I mean, he's kind of saying like, why are you still in NXT? Like, yeah. you've been here ages and you really, you've got a fan base, but yeah, it's the same, like, you know. Um, Dolph obviously listed all his accolades as well um but what it made me want to see it didn't really make me want to see Dolph uh Breaker so much it made me really want to see Dolph feed Champa and I said yeah. you know obviously you just said that you could put him down to NXT I would love this to be a way if Champa's getting called up do Champa v Ziggler at Mania or even a tag match Dirty Dogs versus um Breaker and Champa at Mania, you've got the end, and then you can have the NXT champion on the card, which would be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be um, cool. So, potential. I, I think you could do either of those things, and it'd be it would be awesome. Um, so yeah, I love this segment. I just I love seeing Ziggler in a, in a prominent role because he just comes out and has tag matches on Raw, and that's fine. And he has great matches every you know all the time. He's he's great. I mean, his matches with Priest and stuff were really really good recently. But um, yeah, it was just a nice surprise to see him. Honestly. Um, yeah, no, it was it was really cool. Um, so we kind of mentioned it already briefly, but we had the women's main event, Kaylee Ray yes. and Mandy Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mandy retained. I don't know if I was expecting this. I kind of thought we oh, might I get a Kaylee Ray They didn't do it on the main. There's the big show next week. Yeah, that's, they didn't that's do a good it on point, that. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so yeah. I, I thought, well, there's no way Kaylee, Kaylee Ray is winning then. Toxic attraction. Uh, it's the predictable finish. Which yeah. But it's fine. Uh, the match itself was all right. Um, Rose did a really nice sunset flip bomb thing at one point, which was um, really cool. I, th- I, I think she's she's improved a lot, Mandy Rose. Yeah, she, she's still not like old NXT women's champion style level, but no. she's, she's good enough. She doesn't... For NXT 2.0 and what they're presenting, she's like a perfect champion, really. Yeah, she is, yeah. Um, and I think this kind of all led up to... Finding Io Shirai's tag team partner, I think, was kind of yeah. As th- that was throughout the show, Zoe Stark saying, "You need to find someone." And Io said, "I know the perfect person." Yeah, and I was I was racking my brain thinking, "Well, who?" Yeah, I, I was thinking, I was like, "Ah, oh, who?" I thought it might be like Dakota. To be honest, I thought they might might bring in someone new that we didn't know. Yeah, um, but 
Sometimes or even like we randomly see like Ascot come down the next day or something like mental. Yeah, because like <laughs> they're, they're bringing loads of main roster stars down. So I thought you know you could even see something crazy like that. Um, but no, it ended up being obviously she came out at the end and helped KLR from not getting beaten yeah, up. Yeah, so. and I think we're kind of getting quite crazy a nice tag team. Uh, yeah, we're getting quite a nice field now for um the Dusty Cup with Cora and Raquel with EO and um KLR. KLI here. Yeah, well, I thought I've last week got... I said oh, it was really obvious that Cora and Raquel were going to win. But now yeah. they're in. Now KLR and Eo are in it. That throws a little bit of doubt, I think, into it, which is good. Yeah, it does, definitely. Um, but yeah, that was cool. And I think whilst we're on the women, um, we had Saray beat Dakota Kai on this show, which yeah, I, my was a bit of a surprise for me. Kai. I, I wasn't yeah. surprised purely because they're pushing Saray. So now Saray's come back, they seem to be pushing her quite hard. Hmm. Um, and I do think her wrestling style has changed a little bit and she looks really good. Yeah, she does look cool when she's in the ring. When she's out of the ring, backstage, I, I'm not yeah, a I'm not fan. That, I'm not out of keen in that gimmick. I mean in the ring, yeah. Yeah, yeah, really in, in the ring, she's really um, cool. Um, I thought and, she was great in this match, but... Yes. Dakota Kai needs to move up to the roster. God, like why is she on NXT now. still? I still don't know yeah. why she rise on NXT. I don't really think she needs to be on NXT anymore. But interestingly, I think they both had a a dark match against each other. Was it last week? I know EO definitely yeah. had. It was EO, it might have been EO versus someone else. I know. I know they've both been on the dark circuit. They've both been. Yeah, EO had, a, had a had a match last week and won um, on the SmackDown show. I think it might have been against Dakota Kai. It was someone like that from NXT where they've been on there for ages. So. There's a lot of NXT people that are doing that at the moment. LA Knight, Tommaso Ciampa, Pete Dunne, Roderick Strong. Mm. All these people could easily move up. Yeah, it's all the NXT 1.0s, isn't it? Yeah, rather than them just being wasted or getting released, the main roster could do with some of these people, especially. They could. I honestly think you could move all of those names up you've just mentioned, and NXT 2.0 would still be okay. because there is The only only one I'd maybe keep is Strong, purely because Diamond Mine is is a good faction that's getting pushed. And and the other guys are new. So he might... Keeping strong with them might help them. The other guys, though, for me, have got nothing left to do in NXT at all. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no I, I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, that, maybe that LA was... Knight, you could make an argument, still has. But the others... Maybe, but they're all in... Champa, Dunn, Shirai... <laughs> the problem is, that they're, they're all in Dakota. old feuds that are not really, like... You know, we're seeing LA Knight with Grayson Waller. Kind of, that's almost done like Champa with Breaker I kind of really flat to move on so yeah. like Pete Dunn with D'Angelo again oh, that's kind of done I think I think I think this is it I think um, D'Angelo will win and Dunn will then get leave NXT it's got to be the way forward yeah maybe well on the show we had Dunn beat Draco Anthony in an interesting match again not so yeah. much of Draco before but he looked quite good here yeah, um, he, he's he's all right, isn't he? Nothing, nothing. He got more special. of a, a surprisingly competitive match, actually. Yeah, that's what surprised um, I thought. I thought it'd be a squash for Dunn, but obviously Dunn wins with a bit of energy in the end. I mean, Tony Tony tried to hit him with a crowbar, but it backfired. Yeah, um, and, and they're having a weaponized cage match. Yeah, cage that will be quite a cool one. And I quite like they're bringing it back to um, war games, where it's like, well, this started in a cage, this ends in a cage. I, I do quite like that. I mean. This also could have ended after the last match they had. And I think we all thought it was going to end. And then Dunn came back. Yeah, because they did this little funeral thing. Yeah, and then he came back the week after that. So. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit odd. But we're, um, we're, if we're coming back to it, fair enough, we'll end it in a cage. And I think D'Angelo should win and Dunn should move up. But I, I said that last time. So Let's um, who knows? briefly talk about the, um, the uh, Dusty Cup, because there's some really... Yeah, the, we've the got the final dusty. now. 
Yeah, and pro- probably the final we expected. And I, I think, think the tag. I actually think the matches have been pretty good in this tournament overall. They have been. Um, I, I said for the first match was awesome. Yeah, GYV. One. GYV v um, Creed Brothers, hard hitting, awesome yeah, stuff. We know how good GYV. The crowd are. was going mental for this. <laughs> Yeah, really behind it. I'm really such a big fan of the Creed Brothers. I think they're great. Yeah. I'm actually a big fan of quite a lot of the tag teams. You know, we talk about Imperium, but Creed Brothers, MSK, who are obviously in the final, and then the two semi-finals as well, I think. And that's like Idris, not even mentioning people like Legado. Yeah. Yeah, Idris and Manic Blade have impressed me a lot. They've been good. In yeah. this run. And um, GYV are brilliant. So, so many good tag teams at NXT right now. Yeah. Um, and again, we're talking about people that could move up. I mean, MSK could... Be on the main roster easily. That mm. they're clearly um, they again they're another team that's had a little when we're doing flirt, flirt with uh, a main roster star. Then. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, MSK won later on against Idris. Yeah, both matches Malik. were really good. I really enjoyed both of them actually. I thought that the first match was amazing though. The, yeah, the no, Creed, it was. Um, it was. GYB match was excellent. Um, I, I I just hope we get the same, and I, I think we will. I I just hope we get the same level of like longevity of matches and time given to the women's dusty cup as well and yeah I, hopefully hopefully we do i fully think we will it's just i remember back to the king of the ring queen's crown where king of the ring got big matches and queen's crown got like squash matches so i just hope they uh they even out but i i, I think they will because like i say the women's tournament now is really strong and i think it starts in two weeks the women's um dusty cups i mean interested to see the brackets and to see you yeah, know, what, what matchups we get? Well, I think we know the teams in it now, at least. But we just don't know who's going to face who. I think. Well, I, I guess there'll be eight teams, would there? I think there, there might only be four. You know, well, I don't know. well no, you, you've got Casey and Caden, Elisa and Valentina. Oh yeah, I forgot about them. Um, KLR there's eight, and there's not eight in Indian Persia. KLR and are Indian Persia going to be in it though? Because they're getting the tag match next week for the title. Oh yeah, maybe they won't. Yeah, they should be. I don't I know think why it might just is... be the other four. I think it might be. Yeah, the well, other maybe four, if it is. I mean, I, I thought they were going to do something with Tiffany and Wendy someone. Chu. Yeah, Wendy Chu. That might be know. a team. No, or something. I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of that, actually. Yeah, that was a match that happened. So <laughs> Wendy Chu had a one-on-one debut last week, and I was I was praising her. I really liked her style. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, this week though, it fell a bit flat. And yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of this match. Was it was a bit rubbish. Um, I don't like Tiffany Stratton. I don't like... Well, actually, I do like Wendy Chu, but I didn't like this match. No, it didn't really offer anything. Um, what I thought was interesting uh, later on was the tease with sort of Dakota and Wendy Chu. Um, yeah. That would be some weird... Well, so I think, I think there's team. a lot of stuff going I think there might be more teams that just... like. Maybe there will be. Maybe I feel like we might be. get like a Dakota, Wendy Chu, and then like Tiffany and Amari Miller. Like these random teams would just... Combine, I think, yeah, they'll just, just throw people together for the sake of it. End up getting these random, yeah, you know, we're going to get Lash Legend to someone to kind of pop up. Where the hell has she been? I forgot about her. <laughs> I know, well, well she, she's been not replaced, that I missed that show because it was, I feel that that was a crap gimmick, but I forgot all I, about her then. It was an absolute horror show from start to finish. Lash Legend, yeah. I know she knows she's been rest, she's been wrestling on um 205. Well, that, yeah, uh, maybe she's not, she's not the match on NXT yet, I don't think. I don't remember having one though, no, um. That's actually all my notes from NXT. Yeah, think. I don't have anything else from NXT. I think we've covered pretty much everything, actually. Right, cool. Well, let's have a little look ahead then to the week coming yep. up. And I'll, I'll just do a quick run through of the matches announced. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll talk Go about what we're, what we're excited about. So for SmackDown yep. um, tomorrow night, we have Naomi and Charlotte for the title. Yeah, um, I don't predict- know if anything predictable. else. Sonia's going to... 
Sonia's getting involved. Charlotte's not losing the title. That's pretty obvious because you're getting Charlotte Ronda. So exactly, be, yeah. it might be a decent inning match. The last one was, but not particularly exciting. Will, but... I would just, I'd rather a clean match with no um, Sonia, but I don't think that's what they're going to get. Um, for Rampage tomorrow night, we've got uh, Trent and Rocky against the Young Bucks, Rocky Romero and Trent. I can't remember their team name, but... Yeah, that, that'd be okay. Ha- that, that, again, that's a team I don't know anything Jay about. Jay White on the side is the exciting thing about that. Yeah, the that's interesting. Itself, we've seen loads of um, Elite v Best Friends stuff, so I'm not that excited about that, but Jay White is interesting. Yeah, we've got Hook against one of Cutie Marshall's trainees. We've got Britt Baker in a squash match against, I can't remember who, Robin Renegade, I think it was. Um, and we've also got the tag team title match, Garden Club v Jurassic Express, which has had a bit of build. So that, that will probably be the main event, I'm sure. Um, that could be quite a cool match, actually, Gun Club, Jurassic Express. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that'll be good, I'm sure. Yeah, quite cool. It's, it's, it's always nice to see Hook and Britt Baker as well. Oh, so. Hook. You know, next week we'll be talking about Hook for like half hour. Yeah, so it's great. And there's a, hopefully marks. a free man pod, pod so we can. Uh, yeah, just have a Hook special. Just, yeah, Hook can be the main event. Yeah. That's the Hook. That is the hook. Uh, Raw, like uh, announced for Raw, we've got, we mentioned before, AJ and Priest for the US titles announced. Yep, I'm sure that'll be good. I don't know what's going to happen there. Probably the same thing that happened to KO, just the DQ finish. Hopefully not. Uh, I wouldn't mind mind AJ winning the belt if they're going to, I'd get behind AJ fully, I would. Um, We've also got the RK Broga party, which is just another RK Bro Alpha Academy segment, I'm sure. And uh, Brock Lesnar. Is on sprawl as well. Not yeah, good. Well, he's, yeah. he's just, he's just he's address, there, addressing the universe. Maybe we'll get a Brock Lashley, Lashley face, Lashley face again. Off, yeah, maybe the other guys from the chamber will be involved in that as well. Hopefully, yeah, exactly. Um, um we've got Vengeance Day, obviously for NXT. Looking the, forward to the, that. The, the show that'd be a big show. Yeah, Breaker Escobar for the belts. You've got MSK and Creed Brothers, uh Persia and Indy v Toxic Attraction. Carmelo yeah. v Grimes and Dunn v D'Angelo. No, that's a de- it's a decent card, that really. That's a really good card. It's think, a really good card. I think we'll see some more LA Knight, um, Grayson Waller promos as well. So I think that is probably the whole show there. So yeah, it's good, a good pretty card, strong that. show there. Pretty strong show. Um, but, yeah, maybe that's why they had the women's match this week because there's so much. Yeah, and they've got the tag. They could have done the tag match this week and then that this week. But yeah, yeah, they could have done. Yeah, they could have done. You're right. But I think they did it because they knew Kerala wasn't winning. Maybe we'll get a women's tag title change. Maybe. Maybe Persia and could be. Yeah, you could be right. Um, and then AW next week, we kind of already mentioned. Actually, I think there's only two matches announced for next week for Dynamite, which is rare. Yeah. They'll probably announce more in a week, but right now... They'll announce more got... on Rampage, probably. Yeah. Probably. They'll set something, a couple of things up on Rampage. Yeah, right now we've got Santana and Ortiz against Tager and Jericho. Looking forward to that, of course. And the no DQ match between Mercedes Martinez and Thunder Rosa. Yeah, which we talked about earlier. I'm sure that'd be good. Yeah, it, 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 it would a be good. A lot to talk about. I'm sure there'll be a lot to talk about next week. Yeah, but that's... that's. I mean, already that's looking like a good week of wrestling before we get into what actually happens on the shows. I mean, just yeah. those matches... Absolutely. Self. But yeah, I think, I think that's that's the week covered, isn't it? I think we've got gone for everything there. Yeah, that's, uh... that, that'll do for this week. Um, so, yeah, um, follow us on Twitter, at Recharge Wrestle, and on Facebook. I mean, no one does, but you can if you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, also find our YouTube channel. We've got, um, obviously, the robot. we're part of the Robot Republic community as well. So follow them on Twitter, at Robot, at Robot Republic underscore 
um, and also um, their YouTube channel because our videos go up on there as well. Um, our YouTube channel, just Recharge Wrestling. Yeah, you can um, find us on there. So yeah, not, um, next week hopefully we're back to a full strength three man pod. Um, yeah, fellow, like I say, fellow Recharge Wrestling on all the socials and uh, Red Bull Public because they've got loads of other great podcasts too as well as this one. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yep. See you next week, guys. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.